Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You mess with the you ball. You mess with the ball. You get the horns. You get the horns. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Whatever happened to Bob Seger? He was a Midwestern boy on his own. She looked at him with I guess he got older. I remember talking to a 60s rocker a few years ago, and I said, what's the biggest problem for you? You know, 30, 40 years after writing hit songs. He said, arthritic fingers. Can't uh, can't work that guitar anymore. At Ward at Ward's Peck sent a tweet about my interview with uh, Carrie Wagner Peck. What a wonderful story he writes. It is a wonderful story. It's a great story about uh, parents approaching middle age, adopting a a disabled child, Down syndrome child, and uh, it's a happy happy family. And they say they're not special. They're just a happy family. Not so happy is the situation with the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Tomorrow, just looking at a Toronto Star story here, the results of an investigation into systemic workplace harassment in the National Police Force are to be released by the independent watchdog of the RCMP, the Civilian Review and Complaints Commission. It's the first investigation conducted since the watchdog got more robust powers in 2014. In addition, the Star has learned the Liberal government has received and may also release this week a separate report by former Auditor General Sheila Fraser into how the RCMP handled complaints by four female employees. Corporal Catherine Galliford, who's been a guest on this program on quite a few occasions. Corporal Susan Gastaldo, we've talked to her. Constable Alice Fox, who's been on this program. And Toya Montague, a civilian member of the RCMP in British Columbia, sued for harassment. Their treatment at the hands of their superiors appeared so egregious that the public safety minister last year demanded Fraser's outside review. Meanwhile, the RCMPs and the government's proposed $100 million settlement of two broader class action lawsuits launched by women who suffered sexual and gender-based harassment is still in limbo more than seven months after the RCMP offered a formal apology. The proposal is awaiting final court approvals even before uh, before even a dollar of actual compensation can be paid out. I didn't know that. I thought they'd already started to pay it out. Uh, on Tuesday, Auditor General Michael Ferguson will release his audit of whether the RCMP's mental health programs provide adequate early detection intervention and support for continuous improvement of its employees. It's starting to sound to me like the federal government's into this too much. And that's when they start to 
try to massage the situation and make it go away. And Ralph Goodell, the public safety minister, when seven months ago, he held the national news conference and uh, all the RCMP brass were there. The minister acknowledged that there had been sexual harassment, sexual assault, gender-based harassment. And he mentioned four women by name. And one of the women he mentioned by name is Atoya Montague. And I've talked to Atoya for a number of years now. As you, If you listen to this program regularly, you know she's been on the show uh, with some of her former RCMP colleagues. She's talked to us alone. We've had her on with her lawyer and, and her psychiatrist. We've, we've, we've talked to Atoya many times about what's going on in her life and what the federal government isn't doing. And when Mr. Goodell got up, and mentioned Atoya Montague's name, and did so by, and, and suggested that she, along with the other three women uh, he, he mentioned, were prime examples of bad behavior, potentially criminal behavior, within the RCMP, I fully expected that the public safety minister would be taking some action to provide some level of compensation and consideration for Atoya Montague, but they've done nothing Zero. Mr. Goodale's been in politics, well, since before the dinosaurs roamed the earth. And I guess he's gotten pretty good at talking and doing nothing. And I got in touch with uh, his office for Atoya a couple of months ago, and I got one of those mumbo-jumbo responses. So what will Sheila Fraser's report suggest? I think we probably can guess. What will they do? Well, let's talk to Atoya Montague and find out how the situation is now. I would have thought Atoya by, by, by now, by May of 2017, you would have been in a situation where you could have at least said, I've taken care of things legally. I've taken care of things financially. I'm dealing with the emotional fallout of what happened to me. And I can get on with my life. But you're nowhere near that. Nowhere near. In fact, it's going backwards. You know, uh, we've talked about this in the past, but my initial trial date was September 2016, in which case had that gone forward, I would be in that position to say those words to you today. But instead, the legal process has been nothing but delayed on their end twice now. And if anything, the only process that they have accelerated on my behalf is my termination. Once again... What they do over and over again is allow both the harassers and the criminals within their ranks to get away with what they've done, carry on their careers, enjoy a 32-year career, retire and ride off into the sunset, while their victims, like me, get sicker and sicker, trying to seek help, don't get the door slammed in their face constantly from the internal people who should be helping them, so they go to external sources for help. And even in that situation, the criminal justice system or the civil justice system or the human rights complaint system, we find ourselves up against enormous roadblocks, financial challenges. I have personally spent $70,000 on my medical care in the past two years alone, and I've been on sick leave for five years, so the number is probably four times that by now. And they've compensated me for a tiny little fraction of that for massages, of all things. Um, but not for the psychological care and other things that I've done. And 
Um, my medical condition continues to worsen. They're aware of that. My PTSD condition, condition continues to worsen. And instead of trying to help me, the, inter- the medical community within the RCMP deemed me, it's called a 06 designation, which means you are disabled and never, never able to work again. So we're going to terminate you. And this is done by doctors who've never met with me. The only thing they've ever done is look at reports from my doctor who's objecting vehemently to their decision and asking that you can't fire her when she's under so much distress and duress that you're causing by your ongoing harassment of her. If you would just resolve her outstanding complaints, I could get her into treatment and tell you whether or not she's rehabilitatable to go back to work. But they've just slammed me with this decision, and it's ironic because it's happening the same month that these three reports come out I'm going to get fired. I mean, the government, who's supposed to be stepping in and protecting the four of us that wrote this letter and asked for them to intervene, have not only not intervened, but they're going to allow this organization to fire me during all of this, in the midst of all of this. I mean, they have every right and every opportunity and chance to come and make this right. And my colleague, who went after a, uh, a, a same harasser that I have, one of many that I have, she pursued him in the civil courts and in criminally. They, they resolved her, settled her case civilly months ago, and she filed a year after me. Same person we're, we're dealing with. And that same person is going to trial, I believe, later this month. So it just defies logic. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense how they're doing this. And then you see all these three reports coming out the same week, which you could look at two ways. One is, well, that's great. There's a big blitz. It's going to show all the failings and shortcomings in the RCMP, one after the other. You could also say, well, they're trying to rip the Band-Aid off here and, and bury some of this really important information by blasting it all out at the same time so no one can possibly absorb it all, right? And that bothers me because I know all three of these reports were very thorough. They examined hundreds of different, um, they talked to hundreds of different Mounties, females, males, civilians, public servants, you know, they really ran the gamut. And it does a disservice to all the stories that they heard and all the evidence that they were provided with and the recommendations that they're going to make to try to sweep this under the rug or do it all in the same week. I really believe, and I really hope it still happens, Roy, that this is an opportunity here for the prime minister, as we've talked about in the past. The feminist. The, 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 the feminist. Yeah, the feminist, Exactly who's recognized around the world as a feminist and gender equality, believer in gender equality, and he loves to talk about this. And just as recent as this past month, he was invited to speak at the Women in the World Summit in New York City, where he talked about the need to empower women and that men need to be part of the solution. I see this as an absolutely perfect opportunity for our prime minister to put his money where his mouth is and show the world he means it by standing at the podium talking about the recommendations that are going to fall out from all three of these reports, and I, I would expect them to be similar in nature, and to say under his watch, under his regime, he will see to it that there is action on each and every one of these recommendations and that they're all implemented while he's in charge and give us a, a, a proper action plan and that he's going to oversee it And it, because he means it when he says he wants to see women treated better, he wants to see more women at the top of the decision-making tables. They have creative ideas and solutions. They deserve to be treated with respect and dignity. That's fantastic that you say that. We all love hearing you say it. Now we all need you to do it. 
we need you to do it in Canada because the women in the RCMP are counting on you, the women in all police forces across this country are counting on you, the women of fire service across this country are counting on you, the women in the military service are counting on you, the women in construction and all different male-dominated industries are hanging on hope here. If something's going to happen in this way, the RCMP is not the only one treating women with such disregard and disrespect and harassment. So, you know, you've got a lot of women out there waiting to see what's going to happen here. And does our government mean it? Does our prime minister mean it when he tells the world he's a feminist? Let us see it in action. You know, uh, I I called you the day that uh, Ralph Goodale stood up. uh, The day of the news conference, I called you that that evening. And I said, Latoya, you mentioned you by name. They're going to take care of it. I really believe that they would. I thought that they had identified what they wanted to do, they were going to do it, they were going to settle the class action suit, they were going to talk to, take care of the, the you know, the, 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 the charges and the challenges that the four of you have brought, brought against the RCMP, and they're going to get it done. And yet, here we are, seven months later, they have done nothing. And all that says to me is they're taking advantage of the fact that you're there, and they're going to use you as an example yeah. And they're going to they're, they, they, they've set your trial date back twice, which which costs you money, which causes you more difficulty. They've done nothing. They've done nothing for you at all. Zero. Zero. And now Bob Zero. Paulson is going to leave as the commissioner. He's going to be gone. So they're going to try to massage this politically. Mr. Goodale needs to be held to account. And his sonny friend also needs to be held to account. And you need to get some relief from what it is you've suffered. That's the bottom line. Thank you. I do. Uh, you know, my medical conditions are getting so much worse. I'm in, I have debilitating migraines, body pains, can hardly walk. Like It starts to, your PTSD, it starts with that, but then it leads into lots of physiological problems, lots. And I wouldn't even go into it all because, you know, there's too so much. So you've, you've heard nothing. You've heard nothing from them. Nothing. Not a thing. And it just, it, it builds anxiety. It builds the pain and suffering. And then I get slammed with another bill for my lawyer this week. Another $25,000. No idea how I'm supposed to pay it. You know, I, there's not a house to sell anymore. There's not a car to sell anymore. There's no possessions to sell anymore. I've sold it all. I, you know, you know, I've lost everything financially. I've obviously lost my career. They've just seen me uh, too impaired to ever work again. So now what? What, do they expect me to go live under a bridge? You're going to cut off my pay. You're <laughs> You know, I'm going to see this through to the to, to lawsuit through. I mean, I am going to because well, you did you you did you did absolutely you, you did absolutely nothing wrong. You went to work every day, and I you know, were the subject of you were the, the subject of harassment That's right. constantly. That's right. And I mean, I, I know we. I've talked to people who were you know. I I want to let's let's Toya. I wanted to talk to you, and I wanted my listeners across Canada, and particularly we have a lot of listeners in in, in Regina and Saskatoon and Saskatchewan. Our two radio stations that carry the program, CJME in uh, in Regina, CKOM in Saskatoon, carry the program. Uh, maybe the folks in in Saskatchewan can get onto uh, their provincial MP and their local MP, the Minister of Public Safety, and ask Mr. Goodale what he's going to do about and for Toya Montague. He mentioned her name to his. Convenience and for the, uh, I think to the um, to the benefit of the government, or that was the intent seven months ago. Here we are. We're going to take care of all of this, and I'm going to mention these women who've been so badly treated. Don't worry, people. We'll take care of it. And they've done zero, less than zero. They've yeah. actually they've actually increased your problem. 
increase my problem and accelerate my termination, something he could have intervened. Let's you, let's, you and I, let's you and I talk next weekend. Let's see what happens this okay. week with the reports. Let's find out yeah. what they do and what they say. They'll be aware that you and I are talking today. They'll be aware that people across Canada are hearing what's happening to you. So let's you and I talk next weekend, and let's see what they do. Because you, do, you, need, okay. you need relief and you need it now. I do, because it's starting to get really serious with okay. medical. Okay. Atoya, I, really I got to run, but I thank you so much. I wish you the best, and we'll talk next weekend, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. Right. I really appreciate all the support. You take care. We'll talk to Atoya Montague next week. Minister, you have a responsibility. Prime Minister, I'm sorry, I don't know about you, but Minister Goodale, you have a responsibility. Now, we'll talk about the malware issue and the ransomware issue when we come back.